0: Hello mama, this is episode two of Reaching Abundance and today I'm gonna share with you what I believe abundance means in hopes that you'll understand why this word is so important to me and why I want it in your life too. I also hope that hearing my thought process and just a glimpse of my financial story that built this belief will inspire you and let you know that abundance is possible for all of us no matter where you are. Welcome to the Reaching Abundance podcast, where your host, Virginia Elder, shares helpful guidance for moms around positive mindset, creating simplicity, practicing true self-care, and most of all, money management. Her financial journey toward a better life blossomed into an insatiable desire for overall happiness and abundance. Hang out with her right here each week while she ditches the taboos around women and money, shares resources, educates, and financially empowers all the mamas. All right. Thank you for being here with me today. I'm Virginia and I'm so ready to explain my thoughts about abundance. As I go through this episode and share with you what I think, think about how this applies to you. If my thoughts align with yours and if maybe some of what I'm working toward inspires you to do the same. Remember, I'm here to empower you. We'll get to the nitty-gritty personal finance how-tos soon enough. Right now, I want you to dream about what abundance looks like in your life, what an abundant future you and your kids have, and what power you have in creating that picturesque abundant future life. A year and a half ago, I started my own financial coaching practice as a direct result of my newfound obsession with personal finance. I named my company Happy Healthy Abundance, and now, a year later, I launched this podcast, which has been on my mind forever, and I name it Reaching Abundance. So, what's the deal? Why is it that I'm apparently obsessed with this word? Well, the word abundance is generally a religious term, and while I'm not religious, I completely get the concept and the wonder of having unlimited resources, of having much, of knowing that there's more where that came from. The word abundance has begun to appear everywhere, and it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Recently, keywords like scarcity and mindset have risen to the forefront of our attention for good reason. So last episode, we talked a lot about that feeling of needing to catch up and how it's really not right or productive or particularly helpful for us to constantly feel like we're running behind. I know I'm not the only one who wakes up in the morning with my head already filled with thoughts about How I'm behind, and how I didn't get enough sleep, and what I did yesterday wasn't good enough. We all do this. We all unknowingly perpetuate the cycle of scarcity and feeling behind. I first started to be aware of these types of thoughts while we were working through the rock bottom portion of our financial journey. That journey, by the way, is why I became a financial coach. Because I fought hard to avoid bankruptcy and dig my family out from under $80,000 in debt. So imagine this. I was just barely figuring out how to even be a mom. I had a two-year-old and a newborn, and our financial lives came crashing down around us. Things had gotten out of hand, and suddenly we couldn't even make all the minimum payments that were due. Our journey from that point to debt freedom took three whole years. And during that time, my perspective around money and how I viewed parenting, our lifestyle, our future, and especially my kids' future, drastically changed. I became sharply aware of the amount of stress I carried, how it affected my body, the lack of mental energy I had as a result of that stress, and the extreme differences between abundant thoughts, and scarcity type thoughts. I had never examined whether my thoughts were filled with scarcity or not. And I never looked at my behavior as an influence to the results I had with my money. I'm naturally really interested in psychology. So during all my binge listening of podcasts, during all the time I spent poring over books and financial research, I couldn't help but notice how much Our habits and behaviors and mindset had such an effect on how much money we make, how we use it, and what we have left. We clearly had not only been ignoring the numbers, but I'd been ignoring my feelings about money and how I treated it and why I acted that way. There's a pivotal moment in there where I made a clear decision to change our lives forever. I will share with you the fact that I so desperately needed a financially savvy mom friend who could guide me through the ropes. Of course, I first stumbled upon Dave Ramsey's podcast and books. I got his top five bullet points down pretty quickly and then couldn't help it. I wanted more. I found more books and podcasts. I had no idea this path I was on would lead me to where I am today. I was just so hungry for information, for any and all details that would help me get us out of debt and turn our lives around. I did find some amazing women in the financial space, but I actually gathered everything I know from like 10 to 20 different podcasters and authors over the past five years. At that time, I didn't find a mom who exactly, to the T, fit what I needed, so That's who I've become for moms who are in that situation right now. With all that being said, I definitely am going to be talking a lot about money, but I don't want you to assume or absorb the misconception that I think money is everything and that money will fix all your problems because it won't. The truth is money is a necessary tool in our society and we all need to really know how to use it. We need to get educated about it, become confident talking about it, and find comfort in listening to conversations about it. Money is all around us, exchanging hands a million times a day. So why is it such a taboo topic? We need to be acutely aware of how it can benefit us and how our habits affect the amount of money that we're going to be able to live off of for the rest of our lives and then how our habits and perspectives affect our children's future and their opinions about money, and then how that's going to affect their future, their families, and their children, and the way that they operate in their future careers and life. This is the perfect example of the ripple effect, where our actions in this life affect those all around us, plus future generations in ways we can't imagine. So yes, I want to create an abundant life and I want to educate my kids about finances and abundance because not only do I never want them to go through what I did, but I want to change the lives of generations who come after me forever. So as I was reflecting on my childhood and really doing some of the self-work required to alter the patterns in my life, this memory pops up. I remember being this scrawny little tiny four-year-old ready to blow out the candles at her fifth birthday with this beautiful little mermaid cake that my dad had actually decorated by hand. This is the first memory I think I have of just being barely aware enough of life and what it really meant. And here I was, that four or five-year-old little girl, who's being told to blow out the candles and make a wish. And you know what I wished for? Happiness. So starting at the age of four, that's what I wished for, happiness, at every chance. All I wanted my entire life, ever since, was just happiness. Now, in the four or five-year-old little mind, abundance wasn't even a word. I didn't even know what that meant, but I had somehow put it together that if you were happy, that must mean that everything else in your life had fallen into place. You could wish for money, but you could be wealthy and still be miserable. You could wish for things, but maybe you'd be lonely. I figured out at that young age that if I wished for happiness, none of the other things would really matter. I understood that if I was happy, I'd have whatever level of money, company, and love that I needed, whatever that would mean for me, and I'd be okay. So if I wished for happiness, maybe the future me would have a good job and enough money. Maybe the future me would find a great spouse and we'd have a family that we love. Maybe I would find joy in our home and the choices that I'd made. Okay, so I do feel like I'm a very intuitive person and I lean into that hard now in my coaching practice and with parenting, but it blows my mind that this memory came up for me. I somehow clued in at that young age and began to wish for happiness at every birthday, at every shooting star, at every opportunity that I had because I knew that if I just worked toward happiness that would mean all of the other problems were being solved or taken care of along the way. Hey mama, this episode is brought to you by Cozy, a shared calendar and scheduling app that my family uses to keep track of shopping lists and our family's crazy busy schedule. We got into Cozy because it's totally free and we were looking for something to help us manage the chaos. To download the app for free, click the link in the show notes. For over six months now, Cozy has helped us simplify our lives, which is why I can't wait for you to try it. Now, truthfully, I must have forgotten this wish somewhere in my 20s because at 30 was this pivotal moment where I decided to flip things and start clawing out of debt. So the question is, what? Does abundance mean to you? Is there a thought that you had as a child that you'd forgotten, like me? Maybe for you, abundance means meeting your best matched soulmate, having a beautiful family, landing the good job, making the promotion, or traveling the world. Who knows? It means something different to all of us. So, since you're coming along on this journey with me, I appreciate you joining. I want to share with you what abundance means to me. From my perspective, abundance means a fully funded retirement so that we have the freedom to travel and enjoy each other's company. I picture a future for my family where we've worked hard to save our money. We've invested well and we get to see our kids grow up and have a family of their own. At that time, I want to be able to spend my money freely on travel and vacations for all of us, to where I get to see the joy on my children's faces as they watch their babies explore and discover new things. I want to be well enough to hang out with my grandbabies and hold them and watch them and allow my adult children to have that fun vacation that we paid for. Abundance, to me, is freedom from medical bills and sickness and medications, and while we can't control all of that, our financial situation and the choices we make with our money can buy us healthy foods, the trainer, or any app that we want for fitness, the latest, most intuitive and advanced wearable technology gadget to track my heart rate and blood sugar, Effectively, money is what buys those things that can potentially keep us aware and active and healthy. And if we do end up sick, guess what? Money pays for medical care. If we save for the unknown, having money can keep us out of debt. And if I can spend money in a way that helps the quality of my life and potentially my longevity so that I can have those memories of traveling with my children and my grandbabies, Well, that's my picturesque abundant future. Something that's a little bit closer to current reality for me right now is that abundance means raising my kids to contribute to society in a positive way. Money affords Montessori school and after school care at some of the best facilities around. So my children are being cared for and educated while I'm away working. Since I choose to pay for care like this, I'm able to take time to myself and focus on my business. And then when I'm with my children after school and work hours, I'm energized and happy to see them. That time is important to me because I want to bond with them and have important conversations together. I want to positively mold them and teach them the lessons they need In order to be empathetic and aware adults who are conscious of their decisions and how they affect others. I will gladly pay for things that allow me to recharge. So our time together is full of joy and I'm able to teach them to be courteous and aware of their need to make decisions that are a positive impact to society. That could be something simple like just recycling every day, or that could be something huge like becoming an entrepreneur that creates a way to solve the world's biggest problems. Abundance means taking good care of my own physical and mental health, and feeling strong and loving my body at every stage of life. Money affords doctors, and dentist visits, and yoga, and therapy, and workout clothes, or even just ton of shoes so I can go on a free walk outside. As mothers, it's so natural to put everyone else first. So we have to create time and space in our lives where we're able to get centered, recharge, and refuel our brains and our bodies. Money can help me afford a housekeeper so I can just focus on what truly moves my family towards happiness. Having outlets like therapy or yoga allows me to have a mind that's peaceful and clear so that I'm conscious of my decisions and how I parent. Money affords life coaching and counseling and therapy, whatever it takes, to feel strong and love myself so that I can positively impact my daughter's mindset about her body as she grows older. As a middle schooler and a young teen, I didn't have very positive body image ideas about myself nor did I have a positive influence in that area at home. So looking back, there were plenty of years in my life where I had an unhealthy perception of the way my body looked. That impacted the way that I showed up. To events, how social I was, how I viewed myself when it came to being a professional, or even just my confidence in getting up in front of the class and making a presentation, all the way through college and into my career. These are all things that I feel are really important for me to work on so that I can infuse positivity and confidence into my children's lives because I don't want them to go through any of that. To me, abundance means having a clean, safe home that's free of toxins where I'm able to provide an environment in which my children can breathe healthily and sleep well without allergies or toxins in the air. Money affords new wood floors instead of carpet and a professional to come clean air ducts and organic cleaning products. Abundance means being able to provide a healthy, happy environment where we all look forward to coming home and being together, where we have fun eating healthy and helping each other and spending time together. And this final piece right here is what's most important to me. Most of all, abundance means spending time with the people we value most instead of spending money on things we don't need. My most abundant thought right there, the one that makes my heart burst, has to do with spending time together and creating the experiences and the memories together with my husband and with my children and with my friends that we are all going to carry with us. Trust me, I love my home. I like shiny things. I love the most in-style, beautiful decor. But I know darn well that that's not what's going to make a difference in my life or in my children's lives long-term. What will make a difference is our time together and our attitudes and expressions and the words we use during those moments we have together. And that is what abundance means to me. I saw firsthand how financial stress took my attention and my presence away from my kids. We all know this, right? The number one cause of divorce is money. And I'll tell you, debt is stressful on a relationship. We survived, and I'm proud of that. And luckily, my kids were so young, they don't even remember. In so many ways, money affects each and every one of these things that I've listed to the extent that it almost feels like having your financial situation in a positive place will allow you to afford some of these things. I only say that because, yeah, if you picture the difference between a really high stress, financially strapped, can't-pay-the-bills kind of a family— versus a family that has no bills and that all of their excess income is able to go towards savings and investing and trips and fun together, I mean, those are two completely different worlds. And if I had a choice between which world I would choose, the answer seems very obvious to me. So, five years ago, at the bottom of the barrel, worst day ever, worst time ever, of our financial journey, it became so clear to me what I actually wanted. I'd wished for happiness my entire life. And for the most part, I felt like I'd worked hard to get there. I was really happy with my job, my husband, and where we lived, and just so thankful that we had these two sweet babies. But I'd clearly forgotten something fallen off the path or became lost along the way because the piece that was missing was that our financial situation was a complete wreck. It was embarrassing, shameful. I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone. I didn't feel like anyone out there could actually guide me. That was the piece of my life where I felt like I was failing and that right there told me I hadn't achieved true happiness. In order for me to provide an abundant future containing every opportunity that I felt like my kids deserved, I had to get my finances under control. My entire perspective altered from just wishing for happiness to actually taking action. I became determined that there was nothing going to stand in my way from creating an abundant life not just for myself, but for my kids. They didn't ask to be brought into a household full of stress and financial disaster. This wasn't their fault. I was responsible, and I had the power to change it. I still strongly believe that it's our job as mothers to teach our children to the best of our ability and to provide them opportunity to seize this life in the best way they can. So I love to talk about these subjects, mindset, nutrition, kids, and money, because I believe that all of them work in one giant circle and that every aspect of one affects another. Our finances affected my mindset and my mindset affects my self-care and my self-care affects my mental presence and my ability to parent positively like I want to. And my emotional well-being affects my willpower. And that affects my nutrition and fitness. And all of these things are affected by intention and consistency. Each piece loops back around to our ability to reach abundance in our lives. Hence the name of the podcast. I would love to hear from you what you view as having an abundant life. DM me on Instagram at Happy happyhealthyabundance, and I really hope this episode has made you think about what you really view as having abundance looks like, what that really means to you, and try to take a step back and look at your life and think about if you've been working towards abundance or just treading water and what would need to change for you to work towards abundance. I've been on both sides, so I truly understand Sometimes this simple thought will help you refocus on what you're wanting in life and will help you make a better decision. So next time something big comes up for you, a dilemma of some sort, take a minute and think about what abundance means to you and then consider what decision you can make that would help move you and your family toward that abundant future. All right. Thank you for being here with me today. I really, truly believe we can have it all through intention, consistency, and always trying to be present in the moment. This week, edge a little closer to reaching abundance in your life by being aware of what you truly consider to be an abundant life. I'm challenging you to take a step back and remember what you used to dream of and how you thought your life would be and then noticing what steps you can take on a daily basis to work toward that goal. Don't forget to check out the show notes where you'll find the links to everything we talked about. I truly hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you'll go ahead and hit that subscribe button. You're ready for the next episode, aren't you? I would absolutely love to see your rating and review of my show. That will help me climb the ratings in iTunes and reach more moms. I look forward to talking to you again next time.